0: But what's the matter? <laughs> I to well, of course I do. <laughs> it's
1: making me laugh, and then I say something, you get all. <laughs> about it. Hey, Christina. Hey, Jay.
0: And uh, welcome, um, all of our listeners to Three Things Podcast,
1: mm-hmm. and all of our new friends.
0: Yeah, we, no, we, some we new met. We met at
1: least twelve, right? Probably more.
0: Yeah, we met some new friends. I. We don't have a count, do we?
1: No, I didn't do that today.
0: That's all right. That's okay. So uh, 2022 is off to a start. We've already got one episode up. Uh, We had a pretty fun episode, if you haven't heard the first episode of our new season. Uh, It's titled The Children, and we had all four (laughs) of our kids at the kitchen table.
1: Yes, it was. Actually, so I listened to it the other day, Yeah, and uh, I took the dog on a walk for a couple days. Of course what bothered you was the sound quality at the beginning. Yeah. And that's true. At the beginning you hear lots of muffled, um, I don't know, there's lots of muffled weird things going on. But eventually that goes away for some reason. I think everybody realized what not to do with yeah. the sound. But I i laughed. I laughed pretty hard, but I also was just a little bit embarrassed.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I think uh, I enjoyed the podcast. It made me laugh. It, Kind of, I guess what I thought was the more amusing part of it was um, that was not a performance (laughs) by our children. No. That is.
1: That's uh, 100% real.
0: Yeah, 100%. uh, Might even been stifled a little bit, um, (laughs) but uh, that's what you get when you get all four of our kids in the house. So, uh, but that was interesting and, uh, I probably candidly speaking and I love my children and and supposedly they're listening now, but,
1: uh, (laughs) well,
0: I'm not, I don't see we're getting them back on the show anytime soon. (laughs) (laughs) I think we shared enough stories.
1: Yeah, I think, I think so. You know, it, we didn't get to, you know, like faith journey and that kind of thing with them, but there was, there were were four of them, right? And so it took forever just to get through a few things. Uh, and it was still a long podcast. Yeah. So we did not stay true to our typical format, but it was, I don't know. I wonder if maybe some people say, oh, I guess my family's not so bad yeah. once you listen yeah. to the Taldins. Right. Maybe.
0: <laughs> maybe they felt better about themselves. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's good. So anyway, um, but that, you know, kind of just to give you guys a tip off, we don't have a guest for the show today. Um, Christine and I, kind of want to just sit down and have a conversation and, and, um, kind of, it isn't really a random conversation. I think there's some things we definitely want to talk about. Um, but we do want to, you know, first of all, just kind of recap our, our first season, uh, 2021, you know, it was a struggle for us to come up with a podcast or I, I, well, we always had the idea of the podcast, I think, but for us was, for me especially was putting the, the how to, and to get it together. And, and uh, I think we worked through some things, and um, by no by no means have we reached uh, the pinnacle of the quality of the podcast that I have visioned in my head. But uh, <laughs> I think we learned a lot of things in twenty one.
1: Well, it's a work in progress, right? Yeah. And you can always get better. I mean. Boy, wouldn't it be awful to already be amazing and then you have no direction to go forward? <laughs> You're like, yeah. "Whoa, I'm well, already amazing. Yeah, sure, don't I, have anything to strive well, for." Well,
0: you know, I actually know what that's like in other areas of my
1: life. Oh, that's true. You are so amazing, and nearly all of the yeah. all of the things that you do. Yeah,
0: right, and nearly right. I hope uh, <laughs> I hope the sarcasm comes across uh, clear.
1: Sarcasm? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a a word. So, by the way, what are you drinking?
0: Oh, I'm drinking... You know, uh, I want to talk about my drink a little bit tonight. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm drinking Sapporo, the Japanese beer. And uh, I don't know. It's a tasty beer as far as I'm concerned. I know we had some beer connoisseurs on the show and, um, you know, I'm sure my palate, my beer tasting palate is probably not up to their standards, but... (laughs) You know why I like Sapporo? Why? Because, um, well, because of you.
1: Oh. Yeah. Well, explain.
0: Well, do you remember, uh, gosh, we were just married and we went to Salt Lake. Um, and we, I don't remember what we, it was somehow you and I ended up in Salt Lake City
1: alone. I, oh, holy moly. <laughs> yeah, I know. It, oh, it must have been a once a year deal.
0: I don't know how it happened. I of course I don't remember
1: things. God bless whatever babysitter. Yeah, whatever babysitter
0: that. we had or I don't know if your sister was down. Could have been my sister. And I don't know if we were going to the airport for to pick up or to t- drop yeah. off or some crazy thing. But we had a night alone and we went to that Japanese restaurant. Kyoto? Is that it, the name mm-hmm.
1: of
0: it? Mm-hmm. In uh Salt Lake City. And um I mean, you know, it was authentic. Remember the Uh, Waitresses wore kimonos. Mm -hmm. uh, Is it kimonos? Kimono. 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 And um, sure enough, I ordered. uh, This was the first legitimate Japanese restaurant I'd ever been to in my life.
1: I think that is true. It is. Yes. I mean, I've had Japanese food, right? Mm
0: -hmm. Um, And I'm sure I had some sort of gas station, you know, grocery (laughs) store sushi. I hope not. Well, you know. Yeah. I mean, it's not like I had a palate for that then either.
1: Well, at least you're still alive. But you, so.
0: you um, you know, you you do. You, you lived in Japan. You had, you understand food. You understand authentic Japanese food. Um, or, you know, I don't, I don't want to put words in your mouth. And But anyway, you did some research, heard about this Japanese restaurant, knew it was about as legit we were going to find in the Salt Lake City. And uh, I ordered a Sapporo. And we sat down in one of those little booths. I don't. Even, I mean, it wasn't a tatami room, but it was. I don't know.
1: I, I think it was a table. It was packed. It was yeah,
0: packed, but we so weren't at a table. We were at a booth. You
1: think? Oh, okay. We had
0: to step over down into it. Oh, okay. You remember that?
1: No, but I believe yeah.
0: Yeah, because anyway, so it was like lower. I mean, no, we I sat you. normal height, but the ta- but like the waitresses, were walking higher than what we were normal. So somehow or other, uh, so I ordered a Sapporo because I figured if I'm going to be at an authentic Japanese restaurant, I'm going to drink in a, a Japanese beer. And I think I had a big glass <laughs> and I was two sips into it and I spilled
1: it. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I knocked it over. It was like a first date. <laughs> oh, God.
0: I know. Well, you know. You and I, you know, it probably was, frankly, yeah, you know, exactly. I mean, we didn't
1: have a lot of first dates. No,
0: we had kids. We didn't date. Well,
1: I guess nobody has more than one first date. That was kind of silly.
0: No, but I mean, I think, I mean, I was we our, didn't have a lot it was of our dates. first, it was our date. It was one of the few dates we had outside of the grocery store, yeah,
1: that's <laughs> true.
0: you know, because <laughs> that's what, <laughs> the time we found together. But anyway, and I spilled the beer. Now, how I this restaurant um, sticks in my mind. But that I spilled the beer. I acknowledged beer was spilling over the floor. I saw a giant puddle of beer coming from my lap. And like, it was like she was a ninja. <laughs> <laughs> the little lady in the kimono. And she cleaned it. She was there with rags. And I mean, they cleared away our table, they cleared away my boor- beer, they wiped away the mess, and they had it reset. Before I could even say, gee, what a big oof I am, right? (laughs) (laughs) And they had us going. And um, I do remember that was, you ordered all the meat. Well, yeah, if anyone knows us, uh, Christina always orders. I never order when I go to Japanese.
1: Okay, Japanese, but that's not true. When we
0: go to Japanese, I never order. And I never pour my tea.
1: (laughs) Or your wine or your sake or anything i don't do anything except eat
0: when we go to (laughs) japanese i get the true authentic experience but anyway so that's so anyway you came home the other day and i don't know what inspired you to buy sapporo
1: well i think i i just i saw it and thought jason likes sapporo and we never buy sapporo for the house so i'll get this for him I don't know. You know, sometimes when it's a new year, you just want to try new things. Right. And something that we don't do is buy Sapporo beer for the house. You know, it's usually something you get outside. So
0: Yeah, so I've been enjoying that. I got my little frosted (laughs) mug and been drinking a chilled Sapporo. Well, I will
1: tell you that uh, when I was in Japan, I was actually at Sapporo Brewery. (laughs) And um, it is, I've been told because I've never been to Germany, so I wouldn't know, but it is um, like a Beer hall and they at beer halls they have those long tables that just go on forever and everybody sits at the table. This was
0: at the support over yeah. yeah. And
1: then when you drink you pound your beers and then there's this little song that you have to say. Yeah. What's the song? Well, I can't remember I'd have to I just remember when they go, iki, iki. Ik. Yeah, I don't remember. Don't make me. <laughs> I try. almost got you to sing the song. <laughs> so um, I, I remember that. And beer is not my favorite thing, but in Japan, you know, when you're in, what's, when in Rome, do as the Romans. Or when
0: but. you're in Japan, do as the Japanese. Yeah. Yep. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So I'm drinking a wine. Thank you for asking. <laughs> I'm drinking a wine called <laughs> I Star need to get Garnet. get there eventually. <laughs> And I first tried this wine at our little Baron Blue um, when it was our little local pub pre-COVID, but because COVID hit hard, our little pub on this side of town is no more. So it's kind of sad. So when I drink my Star Garnet wine, I kind of think of Baron Blue. Oh,
0: good.
1: It's a good Idaho wine. Right.
0: Now with the new year, do you remember what my uh, what my I was tossing around uh, what my New Year's resolution would be this year, in regards to my drinking?
1: Oh yeah, you said you were going to drink every day.
0: Yeah, that was well. Yeah, a day
1: would not go by without you having a drink.
0: Yeah, that was my that was going to be my New Year's resolution. It didn't last long. Well, I know today's the whatever middle of the month, and I I don't think I even got to the second day.
1: Yeah, you did. not You don't drink every day. But I thought about
0: that. I thought, you know, everyone says, you know, we're not going (laughs) to drink. Of course, you go
1: the opposite. Yeah,
0: there's a dry January. And I thought, you know, what if a guy just said, and I'm not every day a dry January?
1: I know, but you go wet because you're opposite. Well,
0: yeah, just a wet year. Every year or every day (laughs) of the year, I'm thinking, and I don't know, you know, here's the other I thought I was thinking. You know, like do the opposite for Lent. You know, people give up beer for Lent. Maybe what my mission should be is every day drink for Lent.
1: Now, I think that's just... On the verge of sacrilegious. You just, that's Lent, Jay. You don't go, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to eat all the chocolate cake and drink
0: all I want. No, you you read all, you hear. It's all all for
1: Jesus. You hear all those
0: (laughs) uh, homilies and all those people say that, you know, why are you giving up stuff from Lent? Jesus doesn't want your
1: chocolate. Jesus,
0: yeah, he doesn't want your coffee, you know. And so then they challenge you to add new behaviors or, you know, new habits or something like that. So I'm thinking, well, all right, maybe for Lent, I'll just. uh, Every day, have a drink.
1: Let me just tell you for a second about Lent, Jay. And uh, when I was a kid in high school, and, um, I grew up with Lent always meant giving up something, and in my house, it always meant giving up chocolate. Like no, every sh- year, that was every standard. year, just give up chocolate. Um, my mom actually wouldn't even allow us, or no, yeah, we were we were true to our you know fasting, but we gave up chocolate. Mm-hmm. And one year. I think I was 16, 17. I said, do you know what I'm going to do, Mom? I'm going to make myself wear my seatbelt. Can you imagine? No one wore their seatbelts. <laughs> and I said, I'm going to wear my seatbelt every day during Lent. And I did. And that is what started me on the um, the the habit of wearing my seatbelt. It wasn't that it became a law. I don't even know when it became a law. But I remember doing that. And my mom thought I was so ridiculous for a while. She's like, why would you do that? You should just give up chocolate. <laughs> I'm like, No wear my seatbelt wow I remember that yeah that was the first time I ever decided to do something instead of right. take something away
0: so uh yeah well I guess what I'm hearing from you is I probably need to rethink my Lenten. And...
1: Yeah, I don't think you should do a wet Lent, <laughs> a wet sugar-filled extravagant. Now no, wait a minute. I, I want to be clear. I, I want to be.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I-, I tell you, what, I'll give up for Lent. I'm going to give up fish on Fridays for Lent. <laughs> I can right. I'm going to eat
1: meat on Friday and yeah, uh, eat good. fish on Sunday. Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, I'm going to put some more thought into my Lent. And
1: yeah, please do. You have plenty of time. So.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's a late Lent this year. So we're good.
1: So speaking of uh, doing some new things, uh, I brought home this uh, Book Nerd Club thing. I know. I already, what do you think?
0: Well, I want to do it, but I now I'm worried because I feel like I'm already four weeks behind.
1: Well, I I am a friend. So, So I'm... I'm afraid for you and for me. Well, let's
0: talk about the book nerd thing first. You just kind of dropped it out there. So
1: So, if any of you are from Idaho Falls, and I'm sure this occurs at other libraries across the country, our library mm-hmm. participates or, or holds a uh, competition and you have to read, I think it's... 50, 50 books and 50, 50 books in a, and you have this year to do it and then by the end of the year you turn in the paperwork to show that you've read the books according to particular categories right. and then you get a prize and this year the prize is a like a coffee hot coffee like a yeti mug but it's not yeti you know and right. it says book nerd on it.
0: right and I'm thinking just the challenge and the prize itself fit right into three right. things podcast, right? You know, wouldn't it be cool if we were drinking out of our Burke Book Nerd Nerd Challenge
1: mug for 2023? By the time we get the mug, it'll be 2023.
0: Yeah, but the challenges are 2022.
1: I know, but you don't get the mug, Jay, until 2023. (laughs) Have you ever?
0: Do you do you ever feel like sometimes that you uh, go down details that aren't. Just sometimes we get hung up on the details. Do you
1: ever feel like sometimes you're wrong? <laughs> uh, I know, yeah. I, I rarely feel that, but I bet you experience it all the time. <laughs> oh, wow. Right. Anyway, I'd like to do this. And so uh, oh those of you out there, I'm, I know some of you. Mm-hmm. I know a, a woman, a good friend, mm-hmm. and her daughter they do this every year and they love it and so i've been listening to her going you know maybe this year i'll try it you know i am an english teacher and i do read all the time why would i not want this challenge right Right, right. so um so then i uh text my very good friend and said hey you want to do this too and she's also an english teacher and she's like uh i'm afraid that i wouldn't be able to get it done right Right. so it's one of those things that you don't want to start and then fail So I'm trying to figure out how I can accomplish it and not cheat. I won't cheat, but.
0: Well, so have you started? I mean, you've got. Yeah.
1: So I I will finish one book tonight. What are you reading? Well, it's, I have read, I only have a few pages left of the book, The Only Good Indian. Oh, okay. And then I'm going to start reading a book called um, The Five Wounds that my son Jordan got me for Christmas. So I'm pretty excited about that. And I'm going to actually read it tomorrow because at school we're trying to push a reading day so the kids can actually have a day with no stress and anxiety and just read. Because it is proven that it lowers your stress and lowers your anxiety to just focus on reading and not everything else. So tomorrow I'm going to be reading my new book. I'm pretty excited.
0: Very good. So I guess my question is, I mean, I I have to get ambitious about kind of, not ambitious, I would say. Is get more, um, I don't know, proactive or planning. I guess my reading, because because yes. I you know I go a couple weeks, maybe even a month without picking up a book, and then
1: well, you then, actually read a lot of yeah Christian things books to prepare you at church, sure, and yeah. and um, you have no, strayed the... away a little bit from fiction. Yeah, I, well, just I don't for, know the last fiction book you read,
0: uh, right? Because even I mean, I like the historical nonfiction books. Mm-hmm. If I'm going to read one, you know, I like those books, so maybe I should maybe this will kind of re inspire my, my appreciation of fiction or reading different categories. Maybe that's probably so. This 50 book nerd thing hold on, hold on. Uh, I got to grab Christina's point in the paperwork. So, all right, so there's categories, right? So you have to do 50 books in 50 weeks.
1: And the categories...
0: Oh, and by the way, Christina, this is the Extreme Book Nerd Challenge 2022. That's what it's
1: called. Well, book nerd. Extreme Extreme Book Nerd Nerd
0: Challenge 2022.
1: You know, I've always been a book nerd, but now I'll be extreme.
0: So there's different categories, right? Um, And then some of these books are even... like. I guess with the Billy Joel's, we didn't start a fire, so we actually. Oh have to yeah, read so that?
1: this no no no, it's a category called Billy. I love this idea. Okay. In fact, uh, I I'm going to bring it to some of my students at school. Okay. So it's taking the song "We Didn't Start the Fire" and they broke it down to all of the things you know that are listed in the song.
0: Which you know by heart, by the way. Oh
1: yeah. And then you are to read a book that has that in it or that as a topic or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. So like Doris Day, right? Okay. That's one of the things if you read a book about Doris Day or even if it's a fictional book that has um, something to do with Doris Day in it, it would count as that category. So
0: I could read Doris Day's biography, yes, a nonfiction yes, you, book. You and could. Be okay. yeah. All right. Well, so maybe that's what we'll do. Let's... Uh, Maybe if we make this announcement on our podcast, then, you know, hopefully our listeners will hold us accountable, right? And Mm -hmm. then we'll we'll do it. So, okay. So, The Book Nerd. And so, you are finishing up the book right now.
1: Well, Only the Good Indian is one of those categories. I can't remember which one. It's called an Alex Award, I think. Okay. And then um, The Five Wounds is in another category that I can't recall. So,
0: I, I, I need to sit down and probably get a little bit more, like, probably for me the way I would work is I need to go pick what books I'm going to read and then write them down so when I finish a book I know which one to pick up next and get
1: it done. Well, okay. and I kind of so need that
0: kind of discipline.
1: That's a great discipline, Jay. I, however, approach things differently. <laughs> I read a book and then I look through the categories and I figure out where it can be. You've already seen I put a sticky note on one. On my paperwork, and you you were you tried to rip my sticky note off and throw it away, and I'm like, no, because I might move that sticky note of that book into a different category, because a book could actually fit in several categories. So you need to figure out where it fits. But it could move, right? Right,
0: but that's why you do the pre work. No, you. That's read why you what sit you want, down and then and you, you make it fit. into get, the category. you get a you you sit down. And you plan, and you so you know what book goes in what category. Oh, that doesn't
1: sound fun at all. Well, but if that's what you like to do, you go for it. Far be it from me to tell you how to approach your book competition.
0: I'm I, yeah, far be it. <laughs> far be it from me. So, cheers to you. All right.
1: For <laughs> participating with me, I really appreciate it.
0: No, no we'll give it a shot. It's
1: a, a nice thing to do. Well, you know, I'm... one thing about January. And February and sometimes a little bit of March. And we've said this in the past. It's where you go stir crazy, right? Cabin fever. My dad would always call it cabin fever. Remember, he'd call us up and ask us, what are we doing? And he would be going crazy because Mm -hmm. it's so cold outside and there's nothing to do. And usually we play cribbage over and over and over. And this year we're playing Shanghai Rummy. Yeah. And Bananagram over and over and over. Well, now we'll maybe try this reading competition. And then do our cross-country skiing sometimes and see if we can get through these icky months.
0: We'll try. So uh, I guess here's my next question then for you. We're kind of moving off books. Um, From 2021, do you have a faith story you want to share?
1: Oh, wow. You surprised me to that one.
0: Yeah, I did.
1: A faith story. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, that's not fair. Why? Well.
0: Well, first of all, why isn't it fair? Well, because
1: my dad died this year. So, of course, my mind goes to that. It's not necessarily something I always like to talk about. Um, but I will also say, to kind of jump over that because I wasn't prepared for that, Um Having all of our kids home at Christmas was pretty mm-hmm. special. And having them all sit down at that podcast was <laughs> it was frustrating and loud and made me laugh so hard, but it was great to see all four of them together again. And I've never been the mom that wanted all my kids to live by me. Mm-hmm. I'm lucky to be a mom who has three that Mm -hmm. do. But boy, I got to tell you, I would love Jordy to move here. (laughs) (laughs) And I, because they get along so well, I think. And I only have one sister. You only have one brother. And we, or I did, at least wanted so many kids. I wanted a lot of Mm -hmm. kids. So we stopped at four. Good, lots of good reasons why. And I, I had, (laughs) Always hoped that maybe my kids, they might not want to be my good friend or be close to me or live by me, but they will always be close with each other and call each other and care about one another. That's all I ever hoped for. And I saw that at Christmas. And so that was very special. Very good. What about you?
0: Well, to be honest, the question caught me off guard as well. I didn't really plan on answering this. And of course, to be candid, I went also to your father's passing, um, and just the events um, surrounding that, um, the events after that, and then. But then, when I think about twenty twenty one in general, right? It was just a. It was a faith year. Um, it was a faith year. So, my faith story from twenty twenty one. My face story from 2021 actually has to do kind of with our relationship. Um, I'm going to jump back even a year earlier. So, in 2020, uh, during the lockdown, and I know that um, the pandemic has affected so many people in so many different ways and differently, right? Some people um, came out of the pandemic or at least the year 2020. Let's just narrow it down to 2020. Came out of the year unscathed. Uh, same people came out of the 20, uh, year 2020 crushed. Mm-hmm. Uh, had experienced significant loss. Um, fit, you know, personal loss to mental death. Health mental health. Mental health issues. Um, but one thing I, I remember in 2020 was when we were locked down. Um, and I'll speak candidly. It kind of gave me a different taste of the way to live. Um, And I, I remember in 2020, especially right there in March, um, you and I were working from home, struggling to, to adjust to what that schedule looked like, uphold, make sure that we were, we were diligent about, you know, maintaining our responsibilities and what that looked like and trying to establish schedules at home. And, um, you know, do you remember all of a sudden the afternoon we'd have a 20 minute break and we could just. It was a nice day and we'd go walk around the block.
1: Yes. Well, and we almost made ourselves. Well, we had to. You didn't sit for so long while you're working at home. While you're working at home. Mm -hmm.
0: So, well, I'm going back that two years because then 2021 and what that did for me was kind of caused me to say, uh, what do I want out of life? How do I want to live my life? um, And most importantly, I think what 2020 did for me was prioritize um, our marriage. And not that I had ever really had it out of priority, but maybe appreciate the marriage. And so, um, I don't know. So 2021, 2021 for me, faith story, was trying to reevaluate... How I was living and how to make sure that the choices I was living in my life um, were directed at the, my priorities. Hmm. Now that is probably not unique to me. I, I would assume, no. I would, you know, thanks to things like well, the, the Great he, Resignation, the Great Resignation, and, yes. you know. But I just, I'm assuming that I'm not. Un- I, 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 in fact, I hope I'm not. I, you know, I hope I'm not the only one, right? That, that went through that sort of experience and however someone else got through it we we got through it relatively unscathed
1: we are lucky we were so blessed blessed would be the right word blessed that our family yeah our Our kids kept their jobs we had a couple
0: scares you know and then remember we took mom to the yes i mean we we literally had to
1: your mom was very we had to take
0: her to the hospital and you know my dad held had some significant health issues and scares and and you know through that whole year and And so 2021 for me was um, a year spent how to live my life um, putting first what I want to be first. So 2022 is so far the result um, or at least the action plan of what I came up with in 2021. Yeah. So for a faith story, it, it was a lot of prayer, a lot of you know just conversations. And I <clears throat> can I tell you, sometimes I get uh, you know believing people, people who believe in God, drop that P word a lot. You know, prayer. And I that that sometimes is frustrating because um, I so I'm not sure if it's overused. Um, if, or
1: it's if, a if it's almost. a
0: platitude almost. If it's a platitude almost. So when I say I spend a lot of time in prayer, I feel more comfortable just saying conversations, right? And thoughts and organizing thoughts and Don't you li- think listening. prayer can be that, though? Uh, I To me, that is prayer. Yeah. It's any time that you're... one form of prayer. Let me, yeah. I don't want to be... The, that it's the only Yeah. Way. People can pray any way they want, really. But, but I guess that's just what I wanted to say, that... You know, I didn't want it to come across platitude-ish. Oh, I prayed and, you know. No, it just was, it was a process, right? Mm -hmm. And it was a a method of doing that. And so, you know, I'm looking forward to 2022. Um, I'm disappointed I've already uh, broke my... New Year's resolution, resolution. (laughs) (laughs) but I've got a new one. I got fifty books to read in fifty weeks. You even
1: told that resolution to my mom. Oh, your mom was. Yeah, she was like, "I don't think that's a good idea," and you're like, "Why not?" Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, so speaking of prayer, okay, because you did throw me for a loop with the with the faith story, and to be honest with you, just saying it was great to have my kids all together isn't you know faith necessarily, but it was a It was a realization that i have been blessed with my children. And regardless of, um, I think as a mom, you have to at some point give up this entire, this keeping up with the Joneses competition about which kid is doing this. You know, I've got a kid who's 30, you know, why do I care what? his job is or what other people's job is. Yeah. In comparison. comparison. Do I care if
0: he's happy? Do I care if he's productive? Do I I care if he's finding joy or fulfillment? And I've always
1: been that way, that I wanted to be more like my kids are kind, my kids are happy, you know. Mm -hmm. But boy, it's hard. You get caught up in it. And I think it's important for me to remember that I'm just blessed that they're happy. Yeah. And and happy is super important right now. And doing well and healthy, happy and healthy. But this year, since you were mentioning prayer, I have never had a significant death in the family like this year. Like your father, yeah. And, um, and I think that I had no clue how you pray afterwards for your, your deceased parent. Sure. And um, so that has been a huge focus. Every Sunday since he's passed away. Yeah. Because I I don't quite know. And so, like you said, it's a conversation. So I sit there and go, and this is bizarre, and I I haven't shared this with very many people. (laughs) I think I've shared it with you, but I don't know who else. That there's this long bench, very long bench, one of those where you're in art class and you draw that line to infinity.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. It's
1: one of those benches and there's people. there are people sitting on that bench and my dad's in that bench. He's on that bench next to Prince Philip, by the way, that who died a, like the day after the him day after or the day father. before. Right. And um, a couple other weird deaths that had occurred right in that mm-hmm. week. Like mm-hmm. a, there was a small child. There was the lady who mm-hmm. gave us bread to make peanut butter jellies. I mean, there was right. all sorts of things. And so I just pray move him forward a seat
0: can i right. just
1: move him up and and then i'm like i know he's talking with prince philip and he's getting all the dish on what life was like at the castle and <laughs> you know maybe if you give prince philip sure. a boost give my dad a boost you know yeah, I you. and i do that every time and i don't even i mean that is absolutely bizarre right and but but it works for me
0: mm-hmm.
1: and to think that he's just waiting yeah that's just what that is he's waiting and and then and then i had like i think around halloween and um all saints and all souls day i had a tremendous breakdown for myself about who i pray for because it occurred to me (laughs) because if you watch coco the movie coco too much you really get the sense that if you don't have enough pictures of all your relatives around, oh my gosh, they're just going to disappear, <laughs> oh my gosh. and there no one's going to remember them. And what am I going to do? Is that, a,
0: is that a Disney or a Pixar movie? I don't know. So anyway, theology by Pixar. Uh,
1: yeah, and so I, I made that little altar at the house yeah, and right. put right. all the pictures. And then I got stressed out that I didn't have enough pictures. And what if I forgot my uncle? And then I'm trying to go through the house with pictures of my uncle and pictures mm-hmm. of my aunt. And then all of a sudden I realized, oh, what about my aunts and uncle on the other side of the family? And oh, if I didn't pray for them, are they just going to disappear? And they're probably so sad. And I just had like a come apart. Like I can't, how many generations back do I got to go? Right. And so I was just kind of glad that those days were over and I could get rid of the altar. Right.
0: So if I were to say there was a phrase for 2020.
1: 2021.
0: 2021. Yeah. That probably pulled me through um, was the phrase that was the sentence um, that is part of the Catholic liturgy in the funeral rite which is you know uh, you know as faith as as Catholics as believers in in Christ right uh, we believe that the bonds of friendship formed in this life do not end with death and I think, that phrase brought me comfort, not only with your father, um, and especially with your father, but with a lot of the loss that, um, we experienced in 2021. And I think, so how that looks, right? How, uh, whether we envision our loved ones sitting on a bench, moving one, one spot closer each day, um. Or whether they are, however, it works right. right. But we, it, it, the faith that we have, right, um, tells us that the the bonds of friendship formed in this life do not end with death. Right.
1: Right. I think I think that I I do find some solace in that particular phrase, mm-hmm. and um, I I have noticed for our children because it's been a long time, or it was a long. time, It had been a long time for them since they had seen their grandpa, right? Mm -hmm. And because they're, you know, they're busy and working. Whatever, right. And they have had him on their minds since the funeral too, right? That they really, they make these, it's interesting, a few of them making decisions and thinking about how he would feel about those decisions. You know, they're, so that bond was not broken. Yeah. Right? right. It it is interesting. And and I, I tend to think also that when you're think like for my children thinking about their grandpa in that way, that's almost, you know, like praying for him as sure. well. Absolutely. Right. Because if a person had made that kind of impact on people while he was alive and also an impact after his death, right. that to me, deserves a move up a couple seats on the bench. Sure. right, right.
0: <laughs> so. Well, and, and, and so I guess let's kind of end the podcast kind of with this comment, and, and, and maybe it's selfish to what I shared earlier. But I think, you know, moving forward in 2022, um, with the idea, again, you know, the, the bonds of friendship formed, um, the emphasis I would like to, as we move through 2022 is to um, put more effort and more intention um, and um, work into the relationships that I have in this life. And so that's my goal for 2022.
1: That's a good goal. Yeah. I like it.
0: Yeah. So... All right. Well, Christina, I think, I think that was a fun little podcast. Yeah, Thanks for yeah. talking.
1: So, hey, I appreciate all of you for listening mm-hmm. um, more than you probably know. And I don't even know who all is listening no, we because is listening. we have we have no way of knowing that. But I would appreciate if you would just give us feedback. Like yeah. if you know of someone who has an amazing story that you think – you know, would be great to hear. Um, please contact us um, at the three things podcast at Gmail. At Gmail. Or um, if you um, are a listener and you follow on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts, maybe you could just kind of send us a little note underneath there, um, a comment about you know, mm-hmm. a, a guest that we should get a hold of or something. Okay. Um, Facebook. Sometimes sure. we post on Facebook and on Another, Instagram. And it, so if you and can And we have just, a website. And we have a website. Uh, it, so. It's
0: not, it's IdahoDeaconJason.com, but uh, yeah. it's the website. So reach out to us there.
1: And just let us know what we could do better. You know, um, feedback is super important. Right. And um, we appreciate you. So thank, thank you. So thank
0: you. Yeah. God bless.
1: All right. Bye.